Is this thing on? I guess so. He just loves, loves, loves to interrupt my silence, don't you, Jeffrey? <laughs> my my coded silence at the beginning of the show. What I'm known for, bitch. <laughs> Always got to mess with it. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Uncensored Radio Live for... My God, it's not only the middle of November, guys. What What is going on with the year? The year is flying by, which is kind of a good thing. I'm down with it. But it's okay. Because we are all here together, living, loving, laughing, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're going to start, of course, with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jeffrey Emmett. How are you? Saturday. So I have, like, two dates to go on. This weekend, what? right? And here's the thing. They're like back to back because I had to schedule, you know, I got scheduling issues and shit. So I, I fit two out of the four in on Saturday. And so the one guy's talking to, he does weddings, right? So I, he sends me his pictures because I'm not really getting it. He's like doing two or three or four weddings a day. I'm like, every day? What? I don't understand what's going on here. He's like, yeah, we're booked constantly. So he sends me these pictures. No? Maybe? Hi, Ace. I'll find them. So, this is the church that they're using. <clears throat> is this not the craziest thing you've ever seen? I think it's stunning. That's beautiful. I'm like, well, that's gorgeous. Like, that's why they're making a ton of money. So I was like, well, how much they get? <laughs> he said between five and like twelve fifty a pop. I'm like, first off, you're undercharging. I'm like, you do five weddings a day. I'm adding up the cash. And I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. So uh -huh. when I weddings start and building funerals, a church maybe. next year, right, I'm going to build me a church in the middle of the woods. I, and I'm going to run it up. <laughs> and then, so I started going over and I finally got you guys a picture of the blouse barn. Okay, I keep Not saying it's in the neighborhood. This is the blouse barn. <laughs> That's amazing. Is that not great? You couldn't see the clothing racks. I have like pictures of the jewelry because I'm doing all of her um, stuff uh, for her new website that's coming and things. And yeah, it's been uh, quite the experience. And of course, my children are just being joys as they always are. So it's been a fun week. <laughs> Lovely. How are you, bodacious Brucolata? Oh, I'm amazing. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's me. What the fuck? I What's missed one fuck? show and Jeffrey forgot me. Um, but <laughs> um, it's, okay. it's been a, it's been a huge week. Huge week. Um, uh, my husband and I have just become dual paranormal team members. We've been invited to join another team in Sydney. So that's amazing. It's very, very fun. Um, and... Uh, you know, weddings are back. So um, the events company that I'm part owner of, we have a big wedding that we're catering and bartending and everything at this weekend. So headed away for the weekend. It's a lot of fun, guys. It's a lot of fun. Busy, so busy, wait, are, busy. Are, you, are you not working with the girls anymore or are you doing both? Hmm? Yeah, I'm doing both. Yeah. I'm doing both, Jeffrey. So... Um, I'm going to be, uh, so we have a tour with Newcastle Ghost Tours tonight. Um, and we um, will also be doing, helping um, with tours in Sydney as well. So it's uh, it's not a lot of people will be on two teams, but I'm very, very honoured and excited. And, yeah. She's by table. She's one of those. I'm by table. <laughs> She's by table. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'm actually going. Kind of, I'm actually going on an investigation with Anna Renata tomorrow night. <gasps> Yay! How exciting! I know, right? Hunting ghosts in olden times. Oh, <laughs> speaking yeah. of things that are old. <clears throat> I feel like, oh! 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 Hi, Christopher. <laughs> Bitch, he called you fucking old. <laughs> You're lucky that I believe it's nothing sacred if that's funny. 
It's all love. You know that. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Oh, we've got people popping in left, left right. I know, I know. Katie. Oh, I thought it was the Katie that's not on the show tonight. No, because you know, she's no, like no. General Christopher's. Hospital. So, guys, let me tell you about Christopher. Christopher actually took the day off work the other day so he could watch the Joanne interview oh, live. Oh, I love. I'm like, that is commitment. So, thank you so much. It was like, oh, okay. Joanne was Listen, a wonderful human shitty. being. She's good. She's going to come back. She said she's more committed than half Yeah. Ace, because oh, he's on. smart. He's smart. He called Jeff Wolf. I know. Bitch, because I'll be on a plane. Jeff. I'll be like, bring it, bitch. <laughs> oh, you're old. You're old. <laughs> you're the old. Thing is, see, the thing is, <laughs> Jeff, I, I, I'm, I, I'm older than him, Ace. So you it's even okay. You're not going on a plane to get to Australia. You want to take a six yeah, week so. boat ride. I'm February. No, it's man. only it's only thirty days. It's a thirty day yeah. boat ride. It's like oh, four only, weeks. Thirty days. The Who the fuck I wants do. to get on the boat in COVID times in thirty days? No. It sounds like mutiny on the y'all. bounty. <laughs> like you're all going to develop the black lung. I'm I'll bring my I'll bring my personal homemade hand sanitizer from my forty two seventy six line that I'm creating. It'll be all good. <sighs> <laughs> and, of and course, then I'll take up my true time guy. Oh, here we go. I, I, I'm waiting for it. Uh, you waiting were waiting for it. for it, and he kept you waiting, and then he. Of course, we have the lovely Heidi back with us today. Hi. How are you, Hides? Good and tag. How are we? How is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We have a bit of a delay monster again this week, but it's okay. Did you finish yeah. your nuggets? Everything's so laggy on my end. That's literally trying to hear Braille. That's that's the only way I can <laughs> just drive it. Can you Honey, you did you finish your nuggets? Lion. Jeffrey wants to know. I did. I did. They were delicious. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for outing me as a nugget eater. Hey, honey, honey, you need to fix the lag, honey. Maybe you just need to pop yeah, this in the CD really player and I'm then demand for dreaming. <laughs> Catch you right out the next day. Jeffrey, let it go, babe. Let <laughs> never. Go. He can't. Never. He never. Can't. He can't. He just likes no, to. He can't. It's like a dog with a bone. Listen, I, listen, look at this fabulous binder, okay? You have a durable <laughs> view. You can pick it up at Walmart for $1.99. Oh, my God. You say oh, Walmart's right. going to give you a kickback, sweetie? Fuck Walmart. I hate that place. Oh, dear. <laughs> no. Allegedly. Alleg- alleg- allegedly, they're coming after you. Don't fuck with Walmart. But funny you should mention. Funny you should mention flights because they're looking quite cheap. Yes, they are. They're looking quite cheap. And they're getting close. Like they're not officially open yet for that time of year. So there's a couple of what days time to go. Of year would that be? Well. Look, we're, we're 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 dropping hints. We'll talk about it later. We'll still give it, we'll give it a couple of weeks, you know. Give it a couple of weeks. But do you know what we cannot Maybe wait six for? Yeah, you know we cannot wait for because it's about to erupt. This week's hot load of hot topics. All <laughs> over I your face. Really didn't know where. You gotta gotta keep up with it. You gotta keep, 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 keeping up. I can't do that without moving them. (laughs) That's one of Kat's secret, secret little um, you know, power tools. Of course, Jeffrey Emmett. Look at that lovely shirt. That gorgeous, gorgeous shirt. I had to get get it done at Cuddy Technoning, but that's all right. You can get it from our Redbubble store. Which is at www.redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash UCL live forward slash shop. And yeah. if you send us a picture of you wearing the I fuck on the first date shirt, Steve will send you a dick pic. Why will I do it? <laughs> God, you guys are Why do you think anyone is interested in seeing anything that's on my body? Because they haven't been for the last you know however many right, years. So. Luke's not here. I'm, like, got, I'm pretty sure I've got one in my stash of Luke somewhere uh, <laughs> in one of the old Facebook messengers or something. <laughs> oh, we'll send Luke's. Um, Heidi oh sends her warmest regards, but her computer is now frozen. Oh, oh. So, oh. we may be Best Heidi. Wishes. 
Best wishes. Warmest regards. So let's jump straight into it. Um, This doesn't seem like much of a story, but I'm going to start with it anyway. Just as we got off the the stream last week, they announced the casting for the Wicked movie, which is Ariana Grande. Oh, hey, here she is. She's back. She's back, yay! So, yeah, Cynthia Cynthia Arrivo and Ariana Grande have been announced as Elphaba and Galinda in the movie adaption of Wicked, which is fine. I think Cynthia Arrivo and Ariana Grande are slightly, you know, age different, but they're both supposed to be at school together. Interesting. So it's going to be like a movie, movie, and not like movie, a like a like a musical. like a theatrical movie. Yeah, the no, most. It's not just going to be the musical. No, no, it's no, no, no. It's it's actually a, a musical, musical trash, like it's a musical trash. movie, just like now. Yeah. The funniest thing that has Europe happened is the um. Poor James Corden. <laughs> Thank you, Vera's going there. Um, James <laughs> Corden is rapidly, you know, I think people are rapidly showing their dislike for James Corden as there has been a bit of a, um, what do they call them? Petition. Petition. Petition against James Corden going anywhere near the movie. He's really oh. fucking turned people against him in a relatively short time. You know what? I time. thought he was great in uh, the Into the Woods. I mean, yes, cats fucking suck. And, I, you know, but that wasn't his fault. There was plenty of other people sucking alongside See, him. I just, I don't get, I don't <laughs> like musicals. Like the only uh, Did musicals you say Cinderella? Oh. Uh, oh, yes, bitch, because of you. And it was like the worst. I didn't even finish it because I couldn't the do it. The new Cinderella with. Oh, the, my God. Billy what? Come here like a bell. Trash. That no, bitch I could. I have seen that. It, it looks kind of stupid. She can't. From Vera. all around. It gets worse can't. and worse. She's. Her singing in that movie is just, oh, my God. Everything's so auto tuned. And even the chick from Frozen, she was doing Material Girl and it was just trash. I'm like, what is this garbage? It was trash. It really was. Oh, but that's not James not Corden's fault. No, I, he, was he even in Cinderella? I don't know. Yeah, he was one of the mouse, mice. Yeah. Oh. That's not James Corden's fault. Yeah, he, he was, was great no, as I the think it's. I think it's because he's an asshole in real life that people are not liking him. Like all these reports coming out of he's just kind of a pompous douchebag. He's the male Uh, Ellen. And and that's been known for a while, like Ellen. Like Ellen. It's been known for a while, but now people are actually catching on that he that the brand that he's peddling doesn't match the actual product on the can. Here's the thing. Can anybody really honestly Peddle a brand that's true because everybody holds back in public, right? Like who you no, are on TV. Not at all. Not at you all. You want to talk I about am. brands that are taking a hit? Oh, Chris oh. Pratt, ladies and gentlemen. What a now did we did we read this tweet, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So he's copying a lot of flack for a tweet about his new wife um, and how in who happens to be you know like. One of the Ken- a Kennedy offshoot. Um, yes. Yeah, I know, right? Ugh. She is. Yeah. Um, a Kennedy offshoot. Yeah. There's she's a Kennedy. She's not one of the good ones. She's one of like the, you know, is cousin really of a cousin. A no, a there isn't. That's the whole, Kennedy. That's the whole point. Kennedy so that doesn't the major drama with this, with this article is that he has said that she has given him a healthy daughter. Now, for those of us that don't know a lot about Chris Pratt's past, he was married to Anna Faris from Scary Movie and Mom and the House Buddy fame. They actually had a young son together who um, was quite ill when he was young and, um, yeah, developed a lot of complications, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he's received a lot of blowback about it, and he was really bummed and depressed. It's so he went. Dumbest- he went sure. running in the woods and listened to Christian music to feel better. <laughs> okay. Of course, uh, she's a ragtime. Uh, what, what Hollywood star that blew up, right? He went from like the pudgy sidekick to the main man and in a short word, amount yeah. of time, right? And what dude, what, look back on history, all of the guys, even women that get that kind of you know, lose some weight. They all go fucking nuts. They all turn to either some kind of religion, Scientology, listen to Christian rock, whatever. 
But I think this was unfair. So he was letting people know his daughter was born healthy and he's an asshole and throwing digs at his other kid? Like, come on, people. Stop fucking reaching. Get a job. I just don't... Look. Maybe you should listen to Mantra Dreaming. You guys will feel better. (laughs) I I think the the main issue is that... And and you do see it a lot with people that get into second relationships. They kind of seem to shit on their former life a little bit. Yeah. And that's not really f- that's not fair to his ex wife, no matter what their relationship is. But this but kid's gonna... is that really what he was doing? I it mean, kind of is. is. It co- but it, so. it... isn't that what every parent says when they are have a kid? Yeah, like, she usually we wanted to be healthy. We had, we had a healthy, healthy baby boy. We had yeah. a healthy baby. It is a very common thing. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm children. gonna get Andy Cohen on you. It okay. rings differently when your when your first child. Yeah. Has has no. given it's has fine. been given such a rough start. That that's on you. That's not on him. I know, but, but no, why no, mention it, it in the first read place? Differently, yeah. Oh, congr- like you know. Oh, we have a beautiful daughter. All right, yeah. don't. My first daughter. Away. Yeah, my first daughter. Daddy's little girl. Use any other fucking thing, but don't sit there and go. Oh, she gave me a healthy child. Do you know what? Yeah. It's not okay. I've I've had okay in my experience. So I had, you know, um, one my first child. It was complicated story, but you know, no one congratulated me because my father passed away at the same time. All right, my second child was born and put straight into a NICU because he was ten weeks early. Okay, I he was still happy. He was still, you know, and all I said was. I'm proud to have a second son. You don't need to pull on the fact that this woman had a child who was not <clears throat> perfect and healthy. It's shit. It is absolutely but shit. And he can eat a fucking dick. But it's like a contradiction as well because he contributed half the genetics to this child, right? Exactly. So I don't know why the shift of blame has just been pushed on her without the realisation of it takes two to tango and two to but- genetically build up a child so half but, that's... but is that really what he did i mean a lot of times and i don't think any it's all in the word deserves, I, I don't think any parent deserves the blame for a child mm-hmm. being born with special needs or health problems you know yes both parents contribute half the gene pool but there is a little crapshoot in there too you know is he and there is also say- the fact that he's a grown adult who should know, in the media, who should know that everything he says has power. He has this brand brand that he is America's golden boy. He's like the next-gen Tom Cruise, but just the Christian version because God knows we need it. Yay! If you want to get into the nitty-gritty of it as well, now that he's found Jesus, where was Jesus in the creation initially? Sticky situation. Sticky situation. I just feel like it's it's not he I'm sure he didn't intend it's not it wasn't a vicious intention, but you've gotta like you can't be that naive that you don't think that someone's gonna pick that out. Like why wouldn't but why wouldn't someone why wouldn't one of his advisors go um take that down? Who who would think that just saying I had a healthy daughter would fucking cause such a shitstorm. Like, insanity. <laughs> People need to get a fucking grip. There's more important things going on in the world. There is more important things going on in the world. Like karma. <laughs> Poor little Jenna Ryan, who, st- who stormed the Capitol during the insurrection, is going to jail, y'all. Aww. Now, um, I know we're all real sad about it, aren't we? Because like, um, let me just find her comments. Me, Talk amongst uh, yourselves for a bit. Yeah, tissue time. It is tissue time. She posted it all over social media. I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to get away with it. It's fine. I won't go to jail. Oh my god, how far down the bloody cage is this? Um, any second now. Any second now. Are you finding the comment that I think you're finding? I'm trying to. Fi- yeah, here we go. There we go. 60. Ju- so she's only, what, be- um, 
Did, she described like, the insurrection as the best day of her life and maybe behind uh, a 60-day jail sentence. Her famous, um, she's a stockbroker, uh, a state broker, and her, her like, statement was, I'm definitely not going to jail. Sorry, I have blonde hair and white skin and a great job and a great future. I'm not going to jail. I did nothing wrong. Racist. Uh, not to mention, she's only going to jail for 60 days, kids. She was yeah. part of a treasonous insurrection and she's going to jail. She's going to be days. in jail People for nine hours. 60 days for writing bad checks. I hope that Large Marge likes to cut off her jib and makes she her a flag. Large Marge in charge. Institutional racism at its finest. Yes, she has to go to jail, but she only got 60 days. Why? Because she's right. She's white, she's blonde, and she's yeah. rich. It's fucking bullshit. She should be in jail for 60 fucking years. And there's people, like, in our comments, like, someone's like, oh, imagine being so, still so obsessed with what happened so many months ago. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was Derek. Hi, Derek. Hello. Your country That's turned into the purge. Oh, how <laughs> would that be? I'm like, like that was such a good movie. Did I did I miss like did I miss something? Like we had Christmas and, and we were on, we were on break and everything was good and everyone's like living their life and then the the page starts blowing up. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, never mind. We've just entered the purge season three where they take the capital <laughs> with like a dude in a fucking wolf skin, and we're not supposed Here, to be over that. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here, if Republicans get voted in, right, and let's say we have another Donald Trump and Democrats try to do some crazy shit, uh, I, I think this is going to set a precedent because now anytime there's an uprising against our government, um, everybody's going to go to fucking jail. So And they shouldn't? It's kind they of should. a problem. <laughs> no, they fucking should. If you the, can want to overturn the results I mean, no, of a they, they, these... duly certified election, <laughs> you are fucking committing treason. We are a democracy. Every vote counts, not just the votes that voted for Donald Trump. They should go to jail. If the Democrats did the same thing to Trump, they should go to jail too. It's not a black and white thing. It's a legal thing. <sighs> So you can't. So, duly certified election. Every state, the Republican states certified it just as much as the white states. They sent their electors, as is laid out in each state constitution. It was a legal election. The people who aren't getting over it aren't the Democrats. It's the fucking MAGA maggots. They're yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So oh. we should probably fill the jail with the people that are meant to be there, not the people on like petty weed crimes that are in there for right. 20 years because wait, of the color wait. of their skin. Heidi's she... frozen and it looks like she's picking her nose. Just saying. Uh, she, she looks very. <laughs> Excuse me. I want a hashtag that. What was that? Mega, mega, maggots. 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 Maga, maggots. Maga, maggots. Okay. maggots. Hashtag. Please hashtag, remind me never hashtag. ever to piss off Vera. Listen, sometimes <laughs> I, I just know a little button to press is going to push her overboard. And so I'm, telling you, I'm telling you, so normally when I know someone that goes on a little rant like that, I will actually walk up and I will lick them up the side of the face. The overwhelming <laughs> urge to lick you on the face, Vera. Because I just thought it'll break the tension, you know. Hey, anyway, but, but I'm she's not wrong. Tense. People, she's I'm not, not wrong. I'm not really tense, you know. No, I'm no, I know you're not. I, I, <laughs> I, I still won't hate Steve for calling me old. Oh, <laughs> you were talking about, Vera. We're talking about some real, a real maggot, like a total maggot. Oh, Check out oh. Okay, so for those of us that don't know who this. I was going to say gentleman, but it might be reaching to call him a gentleman. Uh, his name, and I'm sorry if I murder this, is um, Fayaz Siddiqui. Siddiqui? Yeah. <laughs> Siddiqui. Look, uh, Siddiqui? It's got Siddiqui. a Q in it. Anyway. It is got a, a Q, Q in it. but it's Siddiqui. Yeah. Okay, you're smart, Amira. I'm, I'm going I'm to count down. I worked with a Dr. Siddiqui. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this guy is an unemployed 41-year-old 
Uh, and he's recently lost a court battle to have his parents pay him maintenance for life. <laughs> oh, this is like, a, this is another case of that shit? Yes. But this dude is actually an Oxford-educated lawyer. No, he who, is not. Who, yes, he is, who um, for the la- about the last 20 years has been living in his uh, million-pound flat owned by his parents who also provide cash for bills and expenses near Hyde Park in London and has no rental obligations. Does he not work? No, he's been unemployed for nearly 10, uh, what, how long did it say, 10 years? Yeah. See, it's 2011. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, who on him? <laughs> I See, think he's a it's... lawyer. If he was, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, I think it's mostly his parents' fault. I don't think he should be claiming support from them. But you know what? Even to get my, I'll use my, my children as an example again. So, Jaden loves this game. I don't know. Roblox. You guys have that in America, right? Roblox. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, he loves the Robux. And to get the Robux, he's got to put the dishes away every day for two weeks. He's got to do all of these chores to get it. And this is like $5. <laughs> I make him work for it. There ain't no way that little shit would sit in a million-dollar like flat here in Newcastle or whatever. He would have to work for it. So, so his argument he- his argument is that he his parents have made him dependent on them. And that they should keep him he keep him in the lifestyle that he is accustomed to. Well, if and he I was getting that, a divorce, they would have to. And that that's yeah. what he said. That's what they, that's what he said. It's unfair that people who um children whose parents stay together are not offered the same um rights as divorced children parents. Um, you haven't been a child for a good thirty something years. Ew. Just saying, yeah. <laughs> like. I can't like sometimes and, and, I feel like I'm like a really lazy individual. At I'm not some point, you gotta get the fire out of your mouth and put on the big yeah, like cut the cord, right? <laughs> yeah. I was cut about to cord. say cut the cord and get over it, mate. Get a job. Just be a grown up. Please. Yeah. Well, Heidi, look, do your parents look, pay your bills? <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, but like self-sufficient, like entrepreneurial maid I was. And like I got I was gifted the best childhood, in my opinion. My parents never said no to anything. We had a very trusting, loyal relationship. Even throughout the shitty teenage years, I never lied about where I was. I was always, you know, very much spoon-fed throughout my childhood, but I developed into one of the hardest working people I know and they're so proud of me and I would literally do everything for them. But I'm now 28 and I still live at home, understandably, like that's kind of spoon fed. But the only reason is because I'm getting a business up and running. So I have the Australian property market at the moment. The Australian property market can suck my dick. But yeah, just. (laughs) I think it's global. I think it's. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Don't even. I watch those fucking reality shows. I watch House Hunters and they're like, oh, I only have, I only, I don't want to go higher than like $200,000. Oh, here, have this eight bedroom, six bathroom, four car garage with a pool and da da da. Do you know that? What, that I really don't like the Do you know what that would get here? That I would, would have a one bedroom apartment for like yeah. two days. Not even, babe, like a half a granny flat. Like yeah, it's, that's a parking space in Sydney. Yeah, it's a joke. It's honestly a joke, especially where I live. So, <laughs> stop. Yeah, yeah, Heidi, stop being smashed over and stay for your deposit. I'm well done. I don't like it. It's the texture of it. Oh, she doesn't like it. She, she prefers a hash brown or a nugget. If you want to know. If you want to know. Well, since we're talking, since we're talking about parenting. And that's oh. the theme of this week's show. Um, there has been a little TV show that has been sprung to life here in Australia called Parental Guidance. Oh now, it God. stars all of these families and they all have different parenting styles. Um, Jeffrey, uh, you would probably really appreciate the gay couple. They have two sets of twin nine year old boys. Fuck that. Right? <laughs> as soon as I was like, murder myself now. Um, <laughs> it's it's ruffling some feathers here because the biggest 
the biggest thing so far was using smacking as a um, divisive correction or, you know, you know, whatever, discipline. It's very interesting to see how quickly they turn on each other. I watched this whole episode. The parents, so the parents that smacked their children are religious people with very long necks, very long necks. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but they both have very long necks that their husband and the wife. They're giraffes. And yeah. Oh, it's a bit scary. The neck to head ratio is a bit out. Um, the higher the neck, the closer and, to God. Right, obviously. <laughs> so they smacked with a wooden spoon and the, and the, and people were going off their face. The other couple's like, oh, that's child abuse and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Get to the uh, end of the episode. Wait, they're, they're like, feel so bad that they're crying about it. They're like, well, we're, we're doing what we know how to do and we're willing to learn. Then the host goes, how many have actually hit your children? Every other set of parents put their hand up in the room. Every single one. Of course. Every single one. But so should we really be judging? My question is, should we really be judging anyone else's parenting style when you don't know oh. shit about their children? Well, no. I'm pretty sure. I you, mean. Jeff, go. Uh, I'm pretty sure in America that hitting your child with any object at this point is considered child abuse. Like, if you are going to punish your child with corporal punishment... You have to use an open hand, open hand only, and not leave a mark. Legit. I didn't know it was it was codified. <laughs> Brooke, you're a parent. You go for it, baby. Um, I actually don't smack my children. I don't. I I try to avoid it at all costs. Um, but I do, however, I, I'm a very unique style of parent who I believe that if I'm going to have to pay for my children's therapy i'm sure as hell gonna cause it and um they are my monkeys <laughs> in my circus and they will do as they're told um i can silence what? my children with a look and they know that this is a mumocracy not a democracy so until they pay for things they do not get a vote see fuck you because i give tyler the look and this bitch just <laughs> I don't feel like we should be judging other people's parenting skills, but right. these people signed up for this. They are True. willing participants. Yeah. They are putting themselves on display. So yes, they have put themselves in a position to be judged. I'm the sure it was produced. Of course it was. Can I ask? Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask how many of us were smacked as a child and how did it affect your growing up? Like, how did it affect you? <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So, can I go first? Genuinely, I go? Intrigued. genuinely intrigued. I'm going to go first. I was smacked once. Wow. And that's all I needed, baby. And it wasn't I, hard. It wasn't with. It wasn't with. An open, it was like, it was a smack on the butt because I was standing at the at the door like screaming as Mum went to work, and my dad came and went, boom, shocked me out of it. Yeah. First and last time ever. Yeah. Jeffrey, single spanking. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember getting hit a lot as a child. Like I remember my father like snapping the belt, you know. But I, I don't know that I ever even got hit with it. But when I've told this story, when I was about 10, uh, my mother and I were like fighting in my bedroom and she slapped me across the face. And I, you know, she'd never done anything like that. And, and she, you know, I, so I immediately slapped her back in the face. And, <laughs> and, and, then, and then we went full dynasty and this bitch grabbed me by my fucking hair and was yanking me. So as a 10 year old, I reached up and grabbed her by her hair. And the two of us are like going down to the ground, shaking each other's heads. Um, and then I proceeded to, there was like an egg crate on my futon. It had all these knickknacks and bullshit. And I like picked it up and flung it. And we all, both got like whacked in the face with uh, ceramic tchotchkes. So, Jeffrey, uh, what you're saying to us is that you really should have watched less soap operas as a child. Well, and this is, you know what's so <laughs> crazy? It's so like we were just kind of talking about it on last Friday. We were, 
the neighbors were over. We were having some cocktails and dancing with the kids and things. And, you know, I was telling a story about how I saw my neighbor run her husband over, who her sister ended up marrying my uncle, as a kid, like, out in front of the house, <laughs> right? Like, they were fighting. He's chasing her down the street. And you got to go to the dead end and turn around. And all of a sudden, he's standing in the middle of the road. She guns it. He fucking flies over the hood, goes rolling off the back of it. And she takes off, right? And he gets up, and he's like a real tall dude, you know, all legs, real skinny dude. So he's limping, but bitch, he was chasing her. He did too. He chased her all the way down the street so we couldn't see him no more. Kept chasing that car. I was so excited. I thought it was the greatest <laughs> day of all time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, when if the police came, I would get excited. I'm like, something's going down in the hood. Like, let me get on. And the they say the main streets are only in New York City, huh? I'm saying, Jeff did well, live on these. Mean street. <laughs> no, but when I was little, little, it was a nice Italian neighborhood. And then it kept getting a little crazy. I mean, the neighbors were always fight. It was always some kind of good shit. But I don't feel like um, that affected me all that much. I mean, yeah, sure. Now I like to get slapped in the face in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> but if you hit me, like if somebody were to slap me in the face now, like I do have a very unnatural. Are you saying they're gonna um, have to eat harder than that, Jeff? I get a little like if somebody like you know what I mean if we were fighting and you slap me in the face like it's gonna be a brawl like it's gonna be an issue but I don't I I don't I I, it wasn't a beating I think there's a difference between a spanking and a beating my friends they got beat with switches and belts and got the shit beat out of them that was not punishment that's beating my sainted father. He was one of four boys. He grew up on a farm. They got hit with switches. He had no idea how to deal with his three girls. And he would come at you like a freight train. I'm so mad. Oh, my God. And he'd pull that hand back and he'd stop himself. And he'd just kind of, like, tap you. <laughs> it was never really a hit. What about you, Brookie? <laughs> um, so I had a little bit of a different childhood to what it sounds like everyone else did. I, uh, uh, My parents suffered trauma very early in their marriage. And... They drank, um, so mm. I was beat. Um, there were police at my house. There was, you know, I, 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 I was. Um, as a result, I don't smack my kids. I choose to discipline in other ways. I don't often drink. I, you know, it's it, the way that you grow up. I think it depends. So you know, there are two ways. Par- uh, children of alcoholics either grow up to be alcoholics, or they grow up to avoid alcohol. And I feel like I kind of avoid alcohol genuinely but I, I don't see that it um that it did good things to be hit if that makes sense it, it, as chris it, look like what christopher yeah, says most 100%. traumas carried into adulthood from our childhood these patterns continue through generations to come we teach algebra in school but we don't teach parental skills to avoid causing this trauma in the first place the cycle continues and until you're willing right. Until you're willing to do differently. Well, I wanted to be a different parent. I am. Oh, if that's for me, Christopher, thank you. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to be a different parent to the parents that I grew up with because I know that they did their best. They really genuinely did. And, um, you know, not to get too emotional or anything about it, but, like, you know, they did suffer trauma and it was not good for them. And the way that they dealt with it was to drink. And We're going to talk about it more yeah. a little bit more later as well. So don't, okay, don't yeah. play all your cards. So Hyde, before we before we um before we we change topics, you were in a very unique situation of being a step parent for a oh, hot while there. No. So what what oh. role did you play in the disciplinary area there? Uh, so for me personally, I was never out to be anyone's mother. As much of a stepmother role, I took on. Um, he has a mother, he had a father. Um, it was not necessarily my role unless he was in danger to discipline him. Um, and that is the only time I would, unless he was in danger or going to cause danger to someone else. I was uncomfortable with offering discipline, uh, given he was not my child. It's very different as a teacher myself. My discipline in the classroom is very different to what a parent would discipline their child, um, both in dangerous situations, you know what I mean? So for me personally, I did. I wasn't too much of a disciplinary um, figure in his life, although he was dealing with the, my partner at the time who was, uh, and I'm not shy about saying, openly um, abusive with him. So 
I nine times out of ten had to step in, unfortunately, to ensure that that didn't need to go further than the intention behind it. So, um, no, I think there's a big difference between a love tap and a bashing. So, yeah. And look, having present parents, no matter if they're biological or, you know, chosen or, you know, step parents or whatever, makes a big difference in people's lives. There's a, a huge story in the media this week that has me questioning where are the damn parents. Um, if anyone has heard about the, well, you, you can't really avoid it, Astro World, which was Travis Scott's music festival, um, eight lives lost it at, at this music festival. The youngest hey, of that hey. being 14 years old. Um, to 27. I um, nine today. I believe. Yeah, I think yeah. there's been someone else that's passed yeah. away. Yeah. Um, the young. I believe the young. I believe the youngest injured person was a nine-year-old. <gasps> now, correct me if I'm wrong. We are all no, old enough to have been. We have. We no. This was the the nine-year-old that was on his dad's um shoulders and got thrown into the crowd and. Whatever happens after that, you can use your imagination because we've all been in the. Oh well. I'm assuming we've all been to these bigger festival concert kind of things. Why on earth is anyone below the age of 18 or 21 allowed to go in there by themselves is beyond me. Like that has to be breaching some kind of safety guidelines and da, 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 da. I have more to say on that, but continue. I think, like, on top of that as well, not only, like, where the fuck are the parents in that situation, but on top of that, the safety guidelines, like, period, point blank. People were allowed in there without tickets. It was a literal free-for-all, like, no crowd control whatsoever. Well, from the start and, of Yeah, Kylie yeah, Jenner was escorted out of there, like, safely before anything blew up. It was almost like a preempted concept of like all shit's all hell's gonna break loose there has like, been um there's been some papers some documents leaked apparently that from, from before no no this is before the actual concert that they were expecting yeah, the for, they were expecting fatalities and they yeah. were not to they were not to refer to any fatalities as deaths or deceased persons they were to refer to them as smurfs yeah, yeah. Can we just flip this whole conversation on its head for a minute? Because sure, you can blame the the promoters, the 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 dude, whoever he was, but let's talk about all of these people in the crowd. Their individual actions are the reason this happened. It's not the promoter. It's not the fucking singer, rapper, whatever he was. No, it's all of the people doing this shit. That that's why it happened. It's because they have no self fucking control. Probably hundreds of concerts. I have been to outdoor festivals. I've been to little concerts. I've been to big concerts. I've been to concerts where people are on their parents' shoulders. I've been to concerts. I was caught in a mob once. It's a failure to control. It is the promoter's fault. You can make a crowd behave, but you have to set guidelines and they have to be followed. And we've seen I, what happens when crowds panic. You, when when yeah, crowd when a crowd of people shouldn't have to. You should be able to control yourself and fucking. But it's not about days. it's you. Of course you can control. But of course you can control yourself. You can't control the fifteen thousand people behind you well, if they want right, to rush forward. That's on them. They're acting like animals. Like they fucking deserve to go to jail. But you're still gonna not gonna bring back the people that were trampled on. You know what I mean? Like I was that at a football every action game has a reaction. So, go Vera. I was at a football game once. The team, the hometown team was losing, and everybody was kinda the last game of the season. Everybody was kinda heading to their cars in the end the end of the second half. They're like, Well, there's always next season. In the last three minutes. Our, the home team rallied and they scored 10 points in 30 seconds. And all those people who were on their way to the parking lot came screaming in, I got to see my team win. I was caught up against a cement abutment and the crowd kept pushing. And I swear to God, I thought I was going to be dead. I don't know how I got out of that. 
but I did. But I don't blame the Buffalo Bills. I really don't blame the fans who wanted to see the team win. It was a matter of crowd control because they have a duty. Of, they have a duty of care for people that are on their property. Yeah, it was late in the second half, and nobody was minding the gate. So everybody, you got to look. So wait a minute, wait a minute. In. So what you two are saying is we can have people go bust into the capital and break fucking stupid shit. They got to go to jail. But people that fucking stampede a nine-year-old, they don't have any fucking personal responsibility for their own fucking actions. And we're going to blame them for Different situation. I find it very Fuck hard to that. believe that anybody who was trying to get closer to the stage was saying, hey, let's stampede a nine-year-old. Whereas I believe right, that the people ignorance. at the Capitol are like screaming. Is that how no. we behave? Do we fucking bum rush a stage? No, we don't, people. It's fucking 2021. Yeah, but do we also control yourselves? Do we also go into schools and movie theaters and shopping malls and shoot people up that we don't know? Yes, we do. Is that the the movie theater's fault or is it the person that fucking went in with a gun? It's the yeah, but it's intention, Jeffrey. It's intention. You did. And those movies, those movies, right? All those people that were at the insurrection that just got caught up in the crowd, I'm sure they fucking had to go through hell to get out of here. Those movie so theaters, you better people, believe those movie theaters were probably sued. There's it's, a it's, lot of photographic evidence that many, many people were actively storming that. that look at Jeffrey, he loves today. And I'm, I'm not saying that they weren't wrong. <laughs> But I'm saying if they're wrong, so are the people that were in this crowd and they need to get the video footage and they need to press charges but on you every know what? fucking person that went through that crowd towards the stage. I would have... Accountability. I, this, is, this is the reason why, and it's not just because I'm an old lady now. <laughs> this is the reason why I don't stand up at concerts anymore. Because you have one or two of these experiences and you go... Because I'm not a tall dude, right? I might be a fat dude, but I'm not a tall dude. So I can get toppled over. Qu- I, I, it has happened to me once before. I have been on the ground with people stepping on me, and it is terrifying. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why now I'm like, no, we sit down at concerts. <laughs> we sit down at concerts these days. Fat, lazy people. Oh, Let's right. And here's the it. thing: there's video footage <laughs> of the VIP and people that didn't even have tickets bum rushing the fucking through the the little you know the twirly things, the gates to get the in. Twirly so things. it's it, every fucking single person in that video needs to twirly be charged with manslaughter. Twirly things. Work. Every can I please single person. I think person. if you can identify them, yes. If you can identify them, <laughs> jumping barriers and find them. Just like the definitely, yeah, de- if, the they're, if they're breaking the law, people need to be held accountable. And but how can you I say? I also feel that the management of the of the venue has some accountability as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I want to say something. Stop. Hey, Brookie. <laughs> I think Jeffrey's whole rant was just so he could say bum rush twice. Do you know what? This is this is something that's gonna have legal ramifications for years and years and years to come. So it should, I think, that um both Travis Scott and whatever Jenna that one is need to (laughs) yeah, need like lessons in how to act like a human being because their social media response was disgusting. But anyway, um did you guys hear about the run? What was what, it? Did you guys have um very ambivalent, like not like not an apology, like photos of the crowd, like that they didn't take down as soon as they like videos of the crowd and all that kind of stuff. You when they knew that people were die like had died in that crowd, like take the he shit also, down. Like, made a video of him attempting to cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we saw. Light. But with no apology, mind you. No apologies. No apologies because we can't admit we can't no, admit legal yeah, fault. We've got to, everybody literally worse than YouTube influencers attempting to apologize yes. or something. You know yes. those videos where they're like, ah, yeah. ah, like it, it, it was worse. Like he wasn't even shedding a tear; he was pretending to. So. Yeah. Very I good. agree with Leslie on this. I, I agree with everyone. We're going to move on. Because I just want to make a funny joke. Are we? Uh, oh, yeah. Bum rush. <laughs> I'm bum rushing the topic. Don't you laugh? What's her fuck? 
dinner. Oh, <laughs> so you guys, have you guys heard what's happened on the set of Rust now? Oh, oh God. 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 So the set's getting pulled down. One of the crew members is being bitten by a spider and might lose their arm. <laughs> Oh, man. That movie is cursed. <laughs> cursed. <laughs> cursed. I like, actually have a spider bite on my arm. I keep twitching. I got I like, a spider bite at Heidi's place and lost 25 kilos. Good times. Where do I sign up for that? Jeffrey. The amount that the amount of liquid that I, that came out of my body for a, a good couple of months at unreliable times Listen, was not what cute. you don't know is that's like a normal day for me. Okay, I got the <laughs> fucking crazy ass intestines. It's, All right, you know, can we talk about we're going to talk about bad liquids? <laughs> oh God, MGM are making a Jim Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> With Leonardo DiCaprio starring as Jim Jones. <laughs> okay, so Heidi, Jim Jones was a religious cult leader in the late seventies era. Late, yeah, late seventies. Who um had the People's Temple, and it was like a. It started out as like a a Christian offshoot kind of thing, and ended up being him on a lot of drugs, telling oh. people what to do. They moved to. It was, it was Africa, America. wasn't it? South, South America. America. South America. And basically when the U.S. representatives came to check on um, reports of abuse and human rights violations, he, kill his, had, he had his people kill five U.S. representatives at the airport and then there was a mass suicide of yes. ni- over 900 people, women, wow. children, Animals, all that kind of stuff. And this is where the expression "they're drinking the Kool Aid" comes from. Well, it, it, except it wasn't Kool Aid. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Um, if you if you go if you do a deep dive into Jonestown, it's yes, actually it flavor aid. It's actually very terrifying and sad because it is one of those crowd situations where you don't have autonomy over your. Your actions, they forced it down. It they did force it down people's throats. It was a mass cult. And, and shoot were... them if they didn't take the Kool-Aid, yeah. the flavor aid. Um, not I know we don't advertise cult. other companies, but last podcast on the left did, I think, a three-part series on um, Jonestown, which is brilliant. They're a comedy podcast, but what they, the stuff that they did in that deep dive was brilliant. It's heartbreaking. Um, so... Is it too soon to do a movie about a mass suicide? Yes. I think they're probably doing it more because we see the rise of cultism in this country mm-hmm. and around the world. This conservatism that's taking over the globe. It's certainly, I don't can't speak for the Aussies, but I know it's all over Great Britain and Canada. Well, we've got we've got a lot of drama. We've got a lot of drama here in Australia at the moment for because they've made a movie which we talked about on here about Martin Bryant, who was the um, the gunman at Port Arthur. Does this? Do you think this controversy is just Oscar bait as well? Uh, for Leo, but you know what? As the only person on this panel that was alive at the time of Jonestown. Albeit I was young, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> I mean, they made it's movies of, about nine eleven. Yeah, about, bad yeah. movies and, too. And, and people on the plane, you know. I mean, yeah. I think it's just it's human nature to be curious about those yeah. those final moments, the the crazy cults and what happens. And, yes, and I think just they're a matter of taste. One, really, it's it it can be almost a learning moment of like what not to do right yeah and you can say what you want about leo hypocrite not a hypocrite i don't care he's a fine actor and you know what he is a child star who made it good and we love to see it just like this gentleman look at macaulay culkin serving on the runway for gucci was it i think it was gucci looks like a gucci belt um How's that turnaround from some from like the biggest like the biggest child star like the biggest of our generation and I think because we don't really do child stars anymore, do we? I feel like he was the last big like, but he was the last 
big one, like multiple movies. Yeah, but like I'm talking about child, child, little child. She was a little. There's a few. Uh, Haley, Haley, what's her name? Yeah, but he doesn't really. Yeah, but I'm talking, he got like, he went from. He went from like five hundred thousand. He went from like two hundred thousand dollars for Home Alone one to like millions of dollars for Home Alone two. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, but look at the. What I'm saying is ones that can successfully keep a career going and but transition. He didn't. For, he didn't it, but this is what I'm saying. For a very long time, and he looked like a fucking youth wet rag. But he's had this comeback, and he was brilliant. The episodes that I saw of American Horror Story with him, you know, yeah. bloody brilliant. I well, think I we forget that American Horror Story, but he was a he, like he was a great child actor and he's a great adult actor. He was in. Um, sure I don't know you guys is. did you guys see Party Monster when he was? Yes, when he played like the club that kid killer, he was great. Weird low budget movie. weird movie, but it was a weird situation. But we love Macaulay Culkin. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to change yeah. the flavor of today. We also love. <laughs> Grace and Frankie. That's over. Oh my god. But Dolly Parton's coming to Grace and Frankie, y'all, before it ends. I love that show, and I don't think like it has done so much for the visibility of older actresses and proving that they that once you pass 30, you are of no value. This is season seven, I believe, of that show. I think my yeah, favorite part. Some smart ass Aussie's gonna call you old. <laughs> of that show <laughs> is when the two stars found out the men were being paid more than they were. How'd that work out? Yeah, that's probably why that the show has been shortened. But that's a Netflix thing as well. That's what yeah. Netflix does. No, that does. happened very they get... early on in the show. The girls like came out and was like, uh, 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 no, 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 wait, we're the stars. Why are they getting more than us? No, no, no. Right, and they got the money. They did. They got that Good money. for them. So more power to and them. They're, I... they're st- and God knows, I love the dudes, but they are the A-listers. The show they're is Frankie. about Grace yeah. and Frankie. Yeah, yeah, it's not about the like. It's right. an ensemble cast. And I'll miss the ensemble cast. It's a fantastic show. If you haven't watched Grace and Frankie, do yourself. Those two women, I'm <laughs> sure, have more credits than those two dudes. Like Martin Sheen, whatever, but I, I don't I'm pretty know. sure. I that... think it'd be a close call. Mm. They'd have more star power than those two dudes, but I'll bet they've all been working similar lengths of time. Okay, right. I'm surprised we didn't get any Hanoi Jane comments. <laughs> I, yeah, well, it runs over Jane. <laughs> yeah, because they're so woke now. Like they should have been over her, like however many years ago. Yeah. Also, just rest in peace, old Quantum Leap dude, Dean Stockwell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had a very prolific career. I, I was like, he wow. Did. He's probably he's almost like the uh, Samuel L. Jackson you. of TV. I thought he died years ago. And I was about <laughs> to message you and be like, bitch, he's been dead. What are you doing? And it was somebody else. <laughs> no, baby. No, baby. That's all good. So, Vera, I know that you had a vent, had a go before. Are you ready? Can you ready for the re-up? Can you back it up, Vera? You ready? Sure. Ready. She's ready. She's getting steamy. She's bubbling away, ready for Vera's vent. Okay, lovely. Here we go. Three, two, one, vent. Well, we all, we were going to talk about it on the show, but we over-talked about other stuff, so we didn't bring it up. We all heard about poor, poor Aaron Rodgers, uh, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, who told everybody he was vaccinated and pretended like he was vaccinated. And, oh, suddenly he's got COVID. He's like, oh, maybe I didn't get vaccinated. And everybody's like, what the fuck, dude? You just lied to everybody. You lied to all your fans. You lied to your team. You put your team in danger because you've been standing in a huddle six inches away from everybody's face, blowing the orders at them. And blowing each Aaron other. Rogers, the victim that he is, is on social media now. I've I've been attacked by the woke the woke uh mob. They're after me. They're not after you because you're not woke. They're not after you because you got COVID. They're after you because you fucking lied. There are plenty of players in major league sports that are choosing not to get vaccinated. They are also paying the consequences. Kyrie Irving 
is a prolific NBA player who's sitting out and not getting paid. Well, he's not getting the vaccine. Uh, there's a player on the Buffalo Bills. I think his name is Cole Beasley. I could be wrong, but he's not getting paid either. But he's not taking the vaccine. No, you were a fucking wuss who decided to pretend you got it. And now that you've got COVID, you can't hide that you didn't get the vaccine. But it's everybody else's fault. You fucking snowflake. <laughs> and what really pisses me off is that you're blaming the woke mob. So let's talk about the woke mob. Who's the woke mob? Is it picture number one, Steve? Is this the woke mob? A Black Lives Matter march? Or is it picture number two? Is this the woke mob? They'd be really pissed if they found out it was them. No. You know who the woke mob is? Picture number three. I've only got this. I've only got two pictures. The social media is what's making us crazy these days. There have been proven uh, studies, peer-reviewed studies, real science, real math. I'm not going to make you guys listen to the math tonight. I know how that makes you crazy. That prove that the artificial intelligence of social media is specifically designed to recreate your feed into the news that you most want to hear. And it doesn't factor in truth. It just factors in preference. We, as a world, are more divided than ever. We have more depression. We have more suicide. As much as I love being on air with you people, as much as I love us all interacting with the page and connecting, we need to stop obsessing. It's designed, it's creating addicts. It's creating addictive behavior. It's making us more angry, more depressed, less uh, together. We need to consider, <laughs> yes, I know, <laughs> this is the problem, okay? I'm not saying get off, I'm not saying delete the platform. I'm saying think about it. If you're getting all your news from social media, you're not getting news. You're getting your opinion echoed back to you a million times. You need to step away from social media and get your news from other sources. <laughs> That's my bet. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But it's I do all agree right. I do agree, Vera. I do, I do very much agree. Um, look, I have to, we have to finish this week off with a, um, you know, I would prefer that you stay watching, by the way, um, with a What the Fuck Weekly. What the? And of course, this week we have a celebrity. A celebrity What the Fuck Weekly. Are you ready for it? Can we guess who it might be and what they have to say? Anyone? No. Oh, I is it Demi Lovato's vibrating? It's Demi Lovato. Ah. <laughs> Here we go again. So Demi Lovato has released their own sex toy named the Demi Wand. Surprise, surprise. Lovato says, I wanted to create my own sex toy to take the stigma away from pleasure and to take your sexual relationship to the next level. Lovato said that they had chosen to make it yellow because it's a gender-neutral colour. I wanted something that everyone can use, whether they are female, assigned at birth, or now. Then said, you know I'm not binary, and this is my wand. We but get it, can Demi. it be translated into extra fucking terrestrial? We can get you it. vibrate Demi. and speak to aliens? She's the social Fuck. media you should think, avoid. I would think yes. She, as I, as I've said before, some celebrities should not be allowed to curate their own social media. 
I wonder, to, does if, it like if, have vibrations? If you are damaging your brand as significantly as Demi is, who is now a spokesperson for Gaia as well. So I don't know if you guys know what Gaia is. Yeah. It's like it's like a um, online spirituality platform. But if you actually search a little bit further, um, it's been called the Netflix of spirituality. If you search further <laughs> on Gaia, you find conspiracy theories like Big Pharma, chemtrails, <gasps> aliens, forbidden science, and whatever the secret space program is. This bitch um, needs to get off the fucking drugs. Heidi, you were, you were prime Demi Lovato age group. Yeah, but like she's I'm... the same age as you, isn't she? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. What do yeah, you think of what, what do you think of Demi? I was never a fan, even young. So I, I admire the talent, but the, she's ninety cents to the dollar. Like there's there's not a lot going on upstairs. So not a fan. I think the smartest thing she ever did was punch that bitch on the on the bus on the Jonas Brothers bro, bus. <laughs> that was some good times. I miss that Demi. I don't miss this. I don't miss I the singing to aliens, Demi. I prefer Poot over Demi. I said nah, that Poot Lovato. Don't. Right. You can't bully her even though that's what her fans do to everyone else in the world. No. That's okay. Our fans don't bully people and we would like you yes, to keep watching do. despite Vera. <laughs> hey. I want so you make to sure. watch it too, but I don't want you to take us as a news source or anybody else on Facebook or Twitter. You're not speaking doing of, your own research. Speaking of social we media. Are not the fucking news. Please follow us. Please follow us on social media. <laughs> you guys are ruining my spiel. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple, iTunes. We're, uh, sorry, iTunes, Did iRadio, whatever the fuck it is now. Did that graphic? Holy shit. Pull it back up for a second. Look at that. You fucking YouTube boys. Look at the, the, the Twitter, the Instagram, Facebook. You can see white spots and all um, four This was actually. Some I had old fucking shit right there. This is old, so it doesn't even have the Get TikTok toe. on there. We do TikTok these days as Get well. Oh, 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 oh. TikTok. <laughs> Great. You Thank you, Christopher. So we will another see fight you. after the show in the war room, guys. You don't even know what goes We'll down. see you next it's week. Good. Thank you, everyone on the panel, Bye, for joining guys. us today. And we will see you later. Bye. 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 She's ready for the techie one, ladies and gentlemen. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.